Hi. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I did this last week. Audio action. Salutations. I'm a little worried about Bronwyn, if I'm going to be completely honest. I don't... I've been talking for, like, since, like, 3.30. Oh, boy. Just nonstop. I had to record some other stuff. Um, She's for doing another, a really cool thing. Podcast, for class. Everyone go check well, out. Well, you know, I'm going to promo us because we need that. Yeah. Um, but if you are interested in learning about programming and, you know, maybe some Java, you want to learn how to code in Java, but you don't want to pay for a course, but also you don't want a course that's like free and not great, go follow Detect Theory on Instagram. Um, you can look us up. I don't remember our exact handle. Um, and a friend of my... A friend and myself are creating a free introduction to Java course um, that you should check out. It's going to be great. Um, and Bronwyn has worked really hard on it, and it. I don't know much about it because I can't do math. But um, from what I've heard, it is very you, – you can walk through it very easily – and it is very lovely, and both our friend and Bronwyn have worked incredibly hard on it, and she's been telling me how much time she spent on it, which is just truly amazing. So definitely go check it out, and it will be well worth your time. And if it sounds like I'm losing my voice, that's why. <laughs> so blame it on us. I'll blame it on them. Me? Us? That's why I meant by not us, us, but like me and my, my our other friend who's like helping um but also i don't know got it see this is what i mean happy wednesday how are you sophia i'm great it's it's a day um it's a monday to be precise um for us it's a monday yeah for us it's a monday oh i meant to say i love your shirt sophia thank you i don't wear this very often but yeah (laughs) thanks nice um trying to channel your yes bronwyn got a new sweater and she was wearing it yesterday while we were this is also new and it also looks amazing but yesterday it's a little bit worse but it looks super comfy though like it's nice and baggy and lovely um yesterday bronwyn was wearing a new sweater and it was striped and so i was just trying to channel that incredible striped energy because it looks so good on you stripes are unmatched stripes are I'm not usually stripes. the biggest fan but they look all really of good my on stripes Bronwyn. all of my striped stuffs and I have three um <laughs> I have navy <laughs> <laughs> that's not very muddy but it feels like I have a lot um but they all are navy and some other thing navy and white navy and pink navy and other colors Na- and navy is your favorite color right or dark blue Yes, this color. Yes. It looks very good on you. It's just, you know, it's like the void. But a little closer. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) That's some Gen Z humor for you. (laughs) Sure. Anyways. Anyways. Well, how... What do I say now? I think... You're supposed to let me talk, so I can say, would you like to start with a word, Lamp Bronwyn? I was waiting for that Yeah, one. I'm sorry. 
I forgot so that you were So I at first was like, this word is thebomb.com. Oh boy. Uh-oh, I just opened Spotify. By the way, I switched to Spotify. I'm not hating it. Um, 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 that's not what I meant to say, though. <laughs> what I meant to say was at first I was like, this word, what a crazy word it is. It's so crazy. And then I looked at the etymology and I was like, wait, I already knew that. That's not that cool. But um, it's still very cool. It's a good word. Yes. The word is blepharospasm, which is an involuntary tight closure of the eyelids. So essentially when you like flinch or like something flies at you and you like close your eyelids really quick, it's like a reflex thing. Um, And it's just cool because it's like a really cool looking word, blepharospasm. It's like B-L-E-P-H-A-R-O spasm. Um, That's very cool. And it comes from the Greek blepharon, which means eyelid. And I knew that because we were reading the story. um, We were reading um, The Odyssey. And uh, we were reading the story about the Cyclops, and they uh, they cauterize his eyelid. Um, so that's how I knew that. Um, and um, then it's just the English spasm. So it's literally, basically, you know that episode where we created words? They basically did that. Yep. Except they did that. Like, they didn't even try, you know? Like, they didn't even try. I can't open. What well, the heck am I doing? I feel like um, it makes more sense. They didn't even... Late 19th century? It, it makes... It's like some... You know, it's like some... But it does make more sense person. than whatever word we came up with. What? It was... Sten- sten- Stenomajor? Stenomajor? That... Yeah. I am sorry. That but, is so much, so much more multicultural and interesting. <laughs> okay. Than blepharon spasm. <laughs> Hey, yes, you are. But anyway, sorry, guys. Our internet both was bad. Yeah. And we just recovered. Um, What's your wordlet? Uh, my first wordlet is actually, I found this wordlet on TikTok. And it's not a, uh, it's a, it's an informal word, which is a nice way of saying it's not necessarily a real word. I don't know. Um, but my... TikTok is full of a bunch of people talking about cool linguistics facts, and a lot of that includes, oh, here's a new word that you didn't know existed, I bet you didn't know existed, and here's what it means. And I love those videos, and they're my favorite thing ever, and it makes me smile every time I see them. So I found this one. Um, The word is malifor, which is an informal term for a mixture of two aphorisms, idioms, or cliches, such as, we'll burn that bridge when we come to it. Instead of so that's the mixture of burning bridges and we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. It's like a it mixed looked. metaphor, but a better exactly, word. exactly. And guess what? I love that. You remember malapropism? The yes. word is a mixture of the word malapropism and metaphor. It's a malaphor. Oh, isn't that amazing? Go. It's even the that's word perfect. is a mixture of I was, two different I words. I heard a funny malapropism yesterday. Um, I was listening to. Uh, the podcast I Way by Jamila Jamil. Very good podcast. Great podcast. She has a very soothing voice. Um, <laughs> she does. It's awesome. And her uh, guests are always so interesting and they just talk about, you know, everything and it's very empowering. It's very good. Um, and she was talking about how she used to use a lot of malapropisms and one of them was don't kick a gift horse in the mouth. Don't <laughs> kick a what in the mouth? Gift horse. Oh, mouth. Mouth? It's oh, supposed no. to be don't look a gift horse in the mouth, but don't, don't kick a kick gift it. horse in the mouth. <laughs> Which, I mean, you shouldn't, I guess. Yeah, also um, don't do that. But it made me laugh. Yeah. That's um, wonderful. But yeah, malaphores, malapropisms, just 
and the thing is you know when you hear someone say it and you're just like you can't get your mind off it and then you start giggling and then you can't stop yeah (laughs) because you're just like oh my god like one time i was um learning a song and the person who was teaching it um it was uh the song favorite things and it's (laughs) supposed to be wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings and the person told me to sing wild geese that fly on the moon with no wings <laughs> oh, no. which would be quite a feat why and, and then i started why would that be your favorite it, thing then, so and then i started singing it and i don't think um they realized it so like they they were like okay and i just kind of like started smiling i was like you okay and they like didn't react and then i was like okay cool and they're like what and i was like oh nothing and then i like tried to sing it and i burst out laughing <laughs> that was so embarrassing oh no because <laughs> i was like i shouldn't i shouldn't be laughing anyways it's that's just malapropisms malifors so good they're they are very good what's your next wordlet so this word everyone well no 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 this word many people know um and it's eureka but i just kind of like looked into the word a little bit and i was like whoa it's cool because it's literally just a greek word meaning find and then so heuriskein meaning find and then eureka meaning i have found it and then in the early 17th century it was eureka um and this i think many people have heard of the story of archimedes who and it's a cry of joy or satisfaction when someone finds or discovers something and many people have probably heard the story of archimedes who reportedly he got into his bath and then he noticed that the water level rose um and he reportedly proclaimed eureka eureka and rode rode and ran around the streets in the nude because he was so excited now um he oh oh sophia froze Awesome. You didn't laugh at my joke, and that's when I realized, like, oh, <laughs> um, oh my god. Um, so, yeah, many of you have probably heard the story of Archimedes, who reportedly, he's ancient Greece, got into his bath, realized that the water level rose, which meant that you could measure the volume of irregular objects, because if the water le- level changes, that means that the, uh, you can measured the displacement of the water and that's the volume of the object and when he realized this he apparently reportedly leapt up out of his bath in the nude shrieking eureka and ran around the streets now this is you know classic story but what just warmed my heart was that a mathematician in 1796 carl frederick goss um echoed archimedes when he wrote in his diary in all capital greek letters eureka Num equals uh, triangle, 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 referring to his discovery that any positive integer could be expressed as the sum of at most three triangular number, triangular number numbers. Triangular numbers are those numbers you can make pyramids out of. So like six, six, you put like three dots in the bottom and then two dots and then one at the top. What? Triangular numbers are numbers that you put like you know pyramids where yeah, you put like I know what a pyramid put three things and then <laughs> but then you put two things on top of the three and then one oh yeah 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 but you can't do that so, with five but you could do it with six oh okay. I see okay and so and so I was like whoa that's so cool and it's just so cute that he wrote Eureka <laughs> in Greek letters. letters too is very sweet yeah and this is known as Gauss's Eureka theorem. 
I still don't get it, but that's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, I didn't know that this was a thing. I just looked on Wikipedia, and I found out, and I was like, whoa, that's so cool. That's um, amazing. Yeah, and it's called his Eureka, Eureka Theorem. That's very cute. Yeah. What's your last wordlet? My last wordlet is really cool, if I do say so myself. Oh, so, well, uh, so, so I'm reading a book for my English class next year, and it's called Reading Lolita in, oh god, I promised my, in Tehran, it's the capital of Iran. I don't know yeah. how to pronounce it. You it's, said is it. It's it, 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 right? Okay. okay. Um, yeah. And it's really, really interesting. It's about this um, teacher, this really passionate teacher, who um, invites seven of her most, I don't know, most intelligent female students to study Western, forbidden Western literature at in her apartment in Iran and it's really really cool and apparently there's going to be a focus on Lolita but I haven't really gotten to that part yet I'm only a, a few pages in but um in the few pages that I've read I came across the word oopsie lamba which and here is a quote from a book which introduced this word is this cool okay hold on um, the truth was that Oopsie Lamba was one of Nabokov's fanciful creations. I did not say that name right, I'm sorry. Um, was one of Nabokov's fanciful creations, possibly a word he invented out of the Greek letters Upsilon and Lambda. So that's a direct quote from the book. Um, and so in this book, they read Western literature, and one of the authors that they focus on is this Russian author, Vladimir Nabokov. I really don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um... And I, I believe he wrote Lolita as well as a few other novels that they discuss in the novel. Um, and this was a word from one of those novels. And in the book, the author, Azar Nafisi, asks each of her students to explain what they think the word Upsilamba could have meant because it's not really explained in the book. It's kind of, everyone kind of thinks like, he, I think he just made this word up. No one really knows. So they all said, my favorite one is the impossible joy of a suspended leap. I love that. Um, the name of a dance, the image of a silver fish leaping in and out of a moonlit lake, a sound or melody, something you shout while jumping rope, a small African boy's secret magical name, the paradox of a blissful sigh, which is also a really cool one. And That's so good. the magic code that opened the door to a secret cave full, filled with treasure, treasures. So very that. cool. Isn't that so cool? So it's this made up word that this author just kind of put made up and put in the novel and didn't provide any explanation for. And this teacher asks each of these students to come up with what just based on the sound, what they think the word meant. And they did. And the other thing I love about it is they're all positive meanings. Like mm-hmm. each each one of those. Well, how can it, it not is, be? Oopsalamba. Right? It sounds it's like oopsie like, days. It's very yeah. It sounds very joyful. Um, so it was likely a combination of oopsalon and lambda, but no one really knows what the author was talking about when he used this word in his novel. So I don't know. I found that very cool. I love that. What's this week's topic? This week's topic is music for the third time. Um, I feel like this is a thing every summer. Uh, mm-hmm. where we have to return to music. I mean, last summer, do you remember this? We had a day where we re- recorded, like, three episodes in a row. And, and now every two weeks we're like, we should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we, uh, we may have skipped three weeks this time. We're sorry about that. We're sorry, um, guys. We're, we're, we've been busy. We, we have been busy. Uh, but 
we've returned to music again. Music is always a good one to return to because honestly, I could we could do a podcast every single week on music, uh, or at least I could. I have, there are yeah, a lot same. of there are a lot of good because songs every out there. Week, it's not even like oh, this is my favorite song of all time. Honestly, I think one of the songs I talked about in the first music episode. It's still on my favorites playlist, and that's really saying something. And that's Young Heart by Mickey Ratzilla. Really? Like, probably my favorite song, which is, like... Really? Favorite song of all time? I move on really quickly. I don't know about all time, but it's been my favorite for, like, two years now, so that's something. Um, But other than that, like, my favorite song changes, like, every two weeks because I'll over-listen, and then I'll be like, I can't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But they're all really good songs. But when I was choosing, I was like, oh, like a week ago, I would have loved to talk about these songs, but I don't really want to right now. But I did have other ones that I do want to. Yay! Very happy about one of them, especially. I love both. Well, I'm very excited to hear about one of them (laughs) that you have as well. Um, But what's your first one? My first one is a very sweet song called Ready Now by Dodie. Um, Dodie's music is very sad. Like, yeah. as a general rule, it's really sad, but it's yeah. very beautiful. It's, like, a lot of, like, soft guitar and, like, soft singing, and it's just very sweet. Um, again, generally very sad talented and, like, wistful. She's very talented. Um, and this particular song, just, like, it's so beautiful, and it's so happy and sweet and like you listen really? to it and it's just like a vibe and this song like my other one I found on a playlist of our friend Mary you know the one who did our cover that one um and I Mary recently has... found most of my music from Mary yeah she I was about to say changed my music taste Mary has the most incredible music taste and I have to thank her mm-hmm. for so many of my current favorite songs it's Mary if you're listening your music taste is truly incredible our whole friend group is like starting to evolve towards her music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's very influential great. in our music taste. Yeah. Um, no, and I really like this song. Ready now. Um, but yeah, it's so sweet. And as I wrote, it's a total vibe. In the beginning, there's this like hmm, hmm like I can't really do it. <laughs> there's like guitar in the background. And it's like this really soft. But like she layers it right, so she goes like. Mm-hmm. and then she does like a third up and she's like mm-hmm, on top of it and then another third and she does it. so it's like the, it's that perfect chord and it's just so pretty and then it's like oh it's so beautiful you should really listen to it it's just it's amazing um and I really like the quote it's it's sweet um but I'm gonna say the word first because that's what we do <laughs> <laughs> okay go for it um, so the word I'm going to say is promise. The word that I'm going to choose is promise, which is simple, but you know, it kind of, it one. is kind of what the song is. Like, it's a lot about, you know, it's about trust and like, it's, it's like a thank you kind of to someone. It's actually, this song was, I think made, or at least it was used in a, I think British kids animated show called Moomin Valley, Moomin Valley. So it is really sweet, and it's kind of a thank you. Um, And the word promise is a declaration or assurance that one will do a particular good thing or that a particular thing will happen. And actually, the next thing 
Um, so Google provided me with the second definition, the quality of potential ex excellence, as in they showed promise in the field of astrophysics would be like an example of that, right? But then Wikipedia provided this example, which I think it's alluding to the same thing, but it sounded so sweet. And it's a capacity for good similar to a value that is to be realized in the near future and realized Aww. as in become real in the near future. But it just sounded really sweet. And I don't know. I really liked that phrasing. That's so nice. So thank you, Wikipedia. Um, and yeah, it comes from Latin, pro meaning forward, and mitere meaning send, prometere to put forth or to promise, and promisum meaning something promised, and then promise in late Middle English. Um, but I like that it's just something that you're sending to the future, you know? Yeah, I love the word promise, and I feel like there's something really powerful in asking someone to promise you something. Like, that always takes a lot of trust on both ends I think it's a very I don't know it's a cool word and it's cool that it exists and it's cool that it means what it does mm -hmm. and uh, then the quote I just yeah. think is so sweet it's I so, love this it's quote. so just pure and it's you said I will listen tell me it all you don't like the ending then we'll find one that's yours oh how did we know that's all that we need a promise of hope is enough to feel free it's so sweet and then when I, I think of it in the context that. of a kids show and I don't know what the context is it just like kind of makes my heart well it's so cute that's adorable yeah, and that's very I sweet really... I like I'm so used to a lot of her songs being very sad as you said but this one has such a yeah. hopeful uh tone oh my god I couldn't think of that word for so long um but just a very hopeful message, and I love that. That's what the whole s song is. It's just a story of, like, thank you for... First, it's... The first verse is something about, like, you, like, said, I will listen, like, and, like, I don't know. It's something about, like, you know, talking about what happened or whatever, and then this verse is, like, okay, well, you don't like that ending. Let's let's find one that is for you, and that Aww. is happy, and that's just so sweet to me, so sweet. and it also reminds me of the etymology of promise, which is to send forward, how did you know that's all that we need, a promise of hope is enough to feel free, right, like, it's just sending, f you know, the promise of hope is enough to, um, uh, in the future, like, hope for the future is enough to, yeah, enough to feel free, right, putting that's forth amazing. that hope. So yeah, I thought that was really sweet. And here is a clip now. Made firm on the ground We stood hand in hand The world seemed to tell me That I have a plan Together we sang I'm ready now Wasn't that lovely? In context, Ronan paused for two seconds and then said, isn't that lovely? And it sounded like she was talking about the creak of my chair. So, <laughs> but I hope you enjoy. You guys enjoyed that. I actually have not heard this song. So as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to go listen to it. And I am much looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. What's your first song? My first song is one of my favorite songs of all time. I found it in January, I think, January of this year. That's so specific, but I remember it very well. Um, it is the song Moments by Hollow Coves, and it's incredible. It's all about 
um, like appreciating and making the most of the time that you have um, because like before you know it, all that time's gonna be gone. Uh, which is a message that hit home this year when we were very suddenly cut off from everything and then it just kind of, I don't know, it was a time to listen to that song and be like, dang, I really do appreciate all those moments that we did have the beginning yeah. of this school year because now we realize how lucky we were to have them. Um, so the word from the song that I, okay, I love both of the songs that I chose, but neither of them have especially interesting <laughs> words. Neither like it's, mine. It's, it's so very, funny. I mean, it's very simple language, which is perfect for a song and the lyrics are mm -hmm. incredible, but the words themselves are not, they're not quite word. We, we, both of us made up for it with really cool word lists this time. But yeah. my my word is just moment, um, and but it's oh. cool because uh, it. I mean, I could have done alpine, but that doesn't make any sense. So, <laughs> moment means just a very brief period of time, and it comes from the Latin word momentum, and then went to moment in late Middle English. And um, I did just like the idea that they chose to use the word moment and make made that the title of their song and moments are are a period of time but specifically a very brief period of time i felt like that was quite meaningful because they were saying like even these brief periods of time you've got to make them last because you never know when those moments are going to mm -hmm. pass it's a really beautiful song i remember because it's by the artist hollow coves yes who a I very good artist a couple of people um, who I know who have good music taste. I think the reason I know it was January too is because a bunch of people on their like, like oh yeah Spotify best songs of the like mm -hmm. most listened to like a couple of people had Hollow Coves and it just like by their like art for their like their album art I was like this looks good and then they're very I good to it and I, it's so good it's just they're like, incredible. It's really good, and this song is one of the best ones. Yeah, this is my favorite song sure. of theirs maybe for not, sure. Maybe my bet, maybe my favorite too. Um, and it it is definitely my yeah. well, one of my favorite of all time songs. I that I didn't phrase that very well. Um, it was so good that I couldn't decide a single quote. So these are two different lines. They say basically the same thing, but in two different and equally beautiful ways. So one of the lines is, because time won't wait for us, it fades away so fast, and soon these days will pass, so make these moments last. It just, it's very, it's bittersweet. It's like very sad, yeah. but also like make the most of the time you have, and that's important. And I love that. And then the second one basically says the same thing, but with more nature and imagery, so I had to include it as well. Uh oh, you've frozen. Oh, you're back. Oh. <laughs> oh what? Why ooh? Oh, you were there. Um, yeah. It's uh, very bittersweet for sure. Well, hold on. The second one is <laughs> It is bittersweet, but that I'll just finish reading the second one real quick. Um, which is sorry. <laughs> I couldn't hear um, you when you were reading it. I didn't know we had moved on. Sorry, continue. Do you want to start again for the second one? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's what I was planning on doing. I'm sorry, guys. Our Wi-Fi is not cooperating. So, um, 
The second part is seek to reach the heights of the alpine, seize the golden light when the sun shines, realize that time is a precious gift, so make these moments last. And I just love it so much, and it makes me feel things about, like, it, it makes me very nostalgic about the past, and then also maybe I should start paying attention and <laughs> making these moments last. Um, but, I kind of wish yeah. I heard it in, like, September. Right? Not, like, not like two right months before, before. Yeah. everything just kind of stopped. Yep. Because then it was like, dang, I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's, it's, more, it's more sad now, especially with the current situation, because it's more sad than hopeful at the moment because it's like oh yeah those moments though (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but anyways Um. it's a good song go listen to it and here's a 15 second clip because time won't wait for us it fades away so fast and soon these days will pass so make these moments last Nice. <laughs> Sorry, Sophia, future editing. <laughs> there are going to be so many audio clips in this one because mine is going to be two separate ones, plus yours, plus all the song clips. Um, for context, Bronwyn and I had to take a break for dinner, and when one of us came back, the other one had to go to dinner. So it was, it was a whole thing. But we're back now, and we're ready to finish this episode. Um... I think I basically finished my what my explanation <laughs> for my first song. So yeah, I'm sorry if this one's really choppy and I I don't know how I will end up editing it. But if it has bad transitions, that's my bad. Um, but your second song, maybe we'll add sound effects there. Yes. Yeah, so my second song is called Bees, and it's by the Ballroom Thieves. Also recommended by Mary. <laughs> Um, and I wrote about bees. It's not about bees. It says bees once. However, um, it mentions them and it's just a really nice song. Like it's very, the guitar in the background is really nice. And basically it's not really verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It's just kind of like, almost like a poem. (gasps) That's so cool. Yeah. I love songs like that. I like it a lot. Um, and it's a really beautiful song um and i really like it because it's a it's called bees um Brian and there's was some really good telling me about this song i think it was last night and she would not stop talking about how wonderful this song was and how this one line really resonated with her which you'll talk about but she was very enthusiastic about this particular song and i have i also have yeah. not listened to this one so i've got to get on that Oh my goodness. Well, you should know that the word I chose was B. Now, it's not very exciting, and I'm assuming you already bees know what a B is. However, I, well, it's not an exciting definition. <laughs> so I decided I was just going to talk about bees for a little bit. So, bees, uh, the genus name Apis is Latin for bee. 
Although this is from Wikipedia and there's a line that I like in this quote, so I'm going to read the whole thing. Although modern dictionaries may refer to aphis as either honeybee in two words or honeybee one word, entomologist Robert Snodgrass asserts <laughs> Robert Snodgrass? <laughs> yep. What a last name. I'm sorry, continue. He's amazing. <laughs> asserts that correct usage requires two words. That is honey space bee, as it is a kind or type of bee, whereas it is incorrect to run the two words together, as in dragonfly or butterfly, because the latter are not flies and have no connection with dragons or butter. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which, like, it's just like, oh, really, dude? What? What? <laughs> He's basically saying it's not one word. Because dragonfly and butterfly are one word, and oh, neither, they are see, neither flies nor dragons nor butter. Therefore, but a honeybee is a bee of honey. Well, no, a bee that makes honey. Um, and so, yeah. It just so, a honeybee is a specific type of bee, but a dragonfly is not a specific type of fly. Okay, I see what he's saying. Yeah. And they also have no connection with dragons. That's an important... Yeah. Or butter. (laughs) Or butter. (laughs) If it's a butterfly. Oh, boy. That's that's a wonderful Wikipedia description. It really made me smile. Um, Now, bees are eusocial insects. Uh, Eusociality from Greek, the eu meaning good and social. Um, Meaning social. The highest... Uh, Eusociality is the highest level of organization of sociality and is defined by the following characteristics. One, cooperative brood care, including the care of offspring from other individuals. The young bees are sometimes known as nursery bees and they take care of the the baby larvae, 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 that's it, and little baby bees and stuff and those are the, the young bees. And they are responsible for the cooperative brood care. There are overlapping generations within a colony of adults and a division of labor into reproductive and non-reproductive groups. So only the queen bee can reproduce. The drone bees, which are the males, do nothing. Um, <laughs> That's not they, true. <laughs> don't they? Well, they can help to fertilize the eggs, except the queen is actually the one who can choose to fertilize the eggs, and if she doesn't, they turn into drones, and if they do, they turn into female bees who cannot reproduce, however, they are the worker bees. Drone bees also do not have stingers because they have no need to defend themselves. Because so they are actually useless, I take it back. <laughs> yeah. Um, the female bees... Um, uh, do all the work they do those little dances which is common throughout in one form or another throughout all species of honeybee um they do a little wiggle dance which is how they tell each other where the uh the honey is which is really cool so cute yeah they (laughs) are really like it's really cool um trying to think what else i think that's all i can think about but yeah it's kind of cool oh and also the way the, you might find this interesting, the queen bee, um, basically, she's a queen bee because she's the only um, non-sterile female bee. But the way when all of them are baby bees, larvae, they are fed to begin with royal jelly, and then their diet is switched over to other stuff. However, 
if a bee is raised purely on this royal jelly, then they can become a queen bee. That's very because, cool. Yeah, which is just like so wild. You know a lot about bees. Just off the top I of your head, Wikipedia. this is very also, impressive. Also, we do have bees. We do have bees. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, we had them for a long time, and then we have them here now, too. So, I nice. do know a lot about bees. They're they're pretty cool. Bees are cool. I do love a good bumblebee, too, though. They're just... <laughs> I was telling Sophia one time I was doing photography, and I was outside, and this bumblebee came along, and to begin with, they can't really fly in a straight line, but when they're covered in pollen, they're super heavy, and they really can't fly in a straight line, and it was buzzing around, and it buzzed into my leg, and then it bounced off, and buzzed into my leg again, and bounced off, and then kind of went off in the other direction. Like, they're just so dopey. They're so cute. <laughs> They're like the golden retrievers of bees. Very yeah. sweet. But yeah that's um, wonderful and my quote is the one that i it's not long it's very short but it's just a good line and it's i once read that i should write something worth reading or i should do something worth writing about oh that's so cool I which kind of made me think of you what <laughs> yeah just like writing and doing cool things um but i just liked it it's just like that's a very empowering, I don't know, it just feels like a good place to start if you don't know what to do, like do something, you write something worth reading or do something worth writing about. That's very, it's very cool. Yeah. Well, the, um, the song is very like, kind of asking the question of like, how are you going to spend your time? So it's kind of like moments in that sense, but it's like, there's a lot of those kind of witty lines and some paradoxes and stuff like I don't know like there's another line that's like there's a voice that pulls me stumbling through a symphony and the less of it I need the more I get till I'm swept up by the shape of all the symmetry like an echo of the change in my chest like it's very that's so poetic oh my gosh poetic it's like I don't even know it's hard to figure out even what it means, but yeah. it just, there's certain lines where if you read them individually, it's like, well, um, and yeah. That's so and cool. I, I particularly like the one I read, but I, I, I really like the song. It's really, really pretty. Um, and here's a clip of it. Oh, yeah. I once read that I should write something worth reading, or I should do something worth writing about. As my ears, they buzz like bees upon the ceiling I start to pour a little more than I'm allowed Wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> you have no idea how much fun it is to pretend that we just heard that clip. Guys. <laughs> I mean, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I edited it well. Yeah, I hope you did too. <laughs> I have to choose, I have to choose the, the parts of the song. I'll, I'll try to choose well. Yeah. Gotta send those over to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, guys, we we both just wanted to do a music episode. Talk about those songs that we, uh, we've been enjoying lately. Are you trying to close the... Well, we could, but I was just saying that... <laughs> Oh, you still have to go. <laughs> I was like, wow, we're kind of like running short. Yeah. Weird. Um, I was like, wait, what are well, you doing? You. Where, where are you going? No, with the, with, 
sing the last song yes i'll sing i'll sing it for all of you uh no i can't sing bronwyn's the singer bronwyn has a really beautiful voice and she refuses to sing for me even though i've asked her to Mm -hmm. but when so many times so many times there have been multiple texts bronwyn needs to sing because she has an incredible voice and she was in choir and the highest level of choir i'll stop gushing but she has a beautiful voice um okay anyway (laughs) my last song is a song that actually just came out this may and it's called surround you by the band wild which is have you had a wild song nearly every time um, I've had I guess it. We've only done it three times. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a wild song the first episode. I don't think I discovered wild at that point. But uh, the second episode, I did have a wild song. Of course, it's they're my favorite band. Of it's course, I love them just so golden much. Golden Retriever Sophia energy. Like it's just, it's so good. They are the best. It's every time I hear their songs, I'm just like, yep. Yeah, so every easy. single one. And if I feel like. If someone asked what my music taste is, because I don't really have it, it's very all over the place, but I would just hand them all of Wild songs, and that pretty much explains it. Um, but this is one of their most recent songs, and I love it so much. It's about, it's basically just about being there for someone, no matter what happens, and saying like, hey, listen, I, I can't fix whatever's happening to you. But I will be there for you no matter what, through like no matter how hard it is, I'm gonna be there. And it's very sweet and it's also such a bop. Like it's a really, really good song. And you can, uh, my brother really loves this one. Um, you can like dance to it. Not that I've ever danced to it, but it's, it's re- just, it's very upbeat and it's lovely. Um, Missed opportunity, Sophia. Huh? Dance, you haven't danced to it yet? <laughs> It's not a. Have you danced to a song in the past? Not, not, not ready now by Dodie. That's a very. That would be an odd song to dance to. <laughs> Could you slow dance to it? It would be kind of depressing to slow dance to. Oh no! Like you know, there's like that fine line between oh, this is a slow and sweet song, and like this is kind of sad. Nice, <laughs> but it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good way of describing it. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to transition from that. My, the word, okay, again, hard to find specific words in these songs since the lyrics are wonderful but kind of simple. But the word that I chose was shelter because I felt like it kind of encompassed the meaning of the song. The word that I was Can originally... You tell us what word you're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, because the message is like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to surround you. So I thought, I didn't think there was, I didn't really think it through. I was just going to do surround, but that was bad because everyone knows what the definition of surround is. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like a profound word or anything, but it was like to be around. (laughs) Yeah, basically. But shelter is nice. It just means a place giving temporary protection from bad weather or danger. And you know, very arbitrary, but you can definitely use shelter in a more metaphorical way, which is how this song uses it. And it's a nice, it's a, I also like that it says it's temporary protection because depending on what someone's going through, someone else being there for you might not be enough 
to like fully mm. get them and that might not be enough I don't know I have no idea what I'm saying at this point but, but it can like, provide like them a, extra yeah. it can help them along the way to it can healing. be okay here's the thing right shelter could be the difference between survive like life and death right like mm-hmm. if you think about it literally that's true um, but it's also not a long-term solution there you go. <laughs> this so, is, this is turned dark, into therapy. Gosh. Well, that's not really what the message of the, of the song well, but, is, I don't okay, think. But if you but... think of it metaphorically, it's like, maybe not that extreme, but it's like, it it's a very necessary and yeah, it's, it's you know, very important nec- thing. It's very necessary, but, it's not... but it also might not be all that you need to yes. heal. See? See? There we, we got we got there. <laughs> you there you go. You also need food and water. <laughs> so it actually is a combination of the English word shield and then the suffix ure. Your and so shield your shield your shield your <laughs> and it turned into shelter. Which is kind we of cool. Said that at the same time. We did. Oh, wow. <laughs> So again, the song was so good that I couldn't choose just one section. So um, I chose two little sections. This first one is the chorus, which is where it gets really upbeat and amazing. And the chorus is, I'll surround you, and I I will be there, I'll be there. I can't not sing this. (laughs) Ships will sink and castles, they will fall. Wish that I could somehow fix it all, but I'll be there, I'll be there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ronan's mouthing the words. Um, but yeah, and I think that lyric kind of goes back to what we were saying with shelter. Like, I wish that I could fix it all, but for right now, the best that I can do is just be there for you as as best as I can. Respite. Exactly. Temporary protection, which is lovely. And then the other one I wrote down in like, what the song was about that it has some very good nature imagery it just it talks about nature the whole time and it's so wonderful and i think the album cover is like a sun as well which is amazing um wait a second oh no that was a different one you showed me a music video for one of them but that was in person so it must have been like before march yeah (laughs) yeah that was like back in september i think actually but that was also nature imagery yes they like nature and you wonder why I love yeah. this band so they much. They have cool hair. They do have cool hair. All of them. Um, mm-hmm. But the second quote, which is... I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, they do. Um, the second quote is, Arms to keep you warm. Shelter from the storm. Cold hearts outside. Snow keeps falling. I'll hold you tight. No, we're not running. Oh, no, we're not running. And... Is just I said that really in a bad way because I was trying not to sing it because um, it's a very it's the kind of song that's like just reading the straight lyrics doesn't make as much sense at least in my head, but it's very sweet. Like I listen, no matter what happens, I'm not running, I'm not leaving, um, and I'm just I'm gonna be there for you. And I loved that. It's a really I don't know it super well, but I do know it, and it is a very good it's song. incredible. Are we going to listen to it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's a quick 15-second clip of Surround You. Running, 
No. <laughs> Did it work? I I don't know. I have to edit it. Um, okay. Can you do you remember last time we put on our story that like Wild, uh, we talked about Wild and then they put it on their story. Yeah. That would be wild if that that would be wild <laughs> if that happens oh. again. <laughs> um. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. Anyways, <laughs> I'll probably cut that out. Um, I have, I want to do an honorable mentions. Ooh, okay. Now, I want to do this because one of the songs that I've really been enjoying just wasn't a great fit for the podcast because the main word is on the way, on the way, on the way, on the road, on the road, on the road, to Bremen, to Bremen, to Bremen, to Bremen. <laughs> However, <laughs> the song Bremen is amazing. Again, a bit repetitive. The lyrics not very complex. I would have had a lot of trouble choosing a word, but I just wanted to put that out there. Also, paint by the Paper Kites. Couldn't really find a great paint is a great it sounding one. super sad. Um, it is sad because <laughs> the chorus is "I only eat to fill me up. I only rest, sleep to rest, or something like that." Jeez, um, and it's a it's a little sad. Um, so I was like, maybe I shouldn't choose <laughs> one too sad. Um, but those are both great songs that you know I just wanted to put out there. Something that, so I've noticed, I don't know if I do this on purpose or subconsciously, but, and I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I make monthly playlists, so I find new music, and Bronwyn's playing with her hair, and it looks lovely, Um, but, oh yeah, so I create monthly playlists, and I just, I kind of find new music, and um, I apologize for my dog, but... I have noticed that my summer playlists inevitably have more upbeat music for some reason. Like, they're all full of just much more, I don't know, pop-oriented songs. But one band that I've really been enjoying is called Shepherd, and they wrote um, Geronimo, like, say, Geronimo, that one, Mm. Um, which is a very good song. And but they have some other good songs, and the ones that I've really loved have been "Coming Home" and "Symphony." Those are both very good. Um, not the not That's the like great. relaxing, calm songs that Brahman really likes, but good songs nonetheless. Well, see, for a while, my music taste was on an upward trend of positivity, but then I got influenced again by Mary's music, oh, no. and it's now becoming sad. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, but they're good songs, so it's okay. They're just like, you know, like, like, let's see. A lot of Lord Huron is great, but like, it's a lot of I'm gonna go out and wait for you. (laughs) Okay, but see, there's a song called Wait. See, these are like, okay, okay. Um, But I used to make fun of Bronwyn because her music taste used to be so depressing. Like, there was not a single happy song on her playlist. They were all so sad. But at least the sad, the sad songs you like now are songs that I also like, which means they can't be that sad like they can't they because the songs that you used to listen to i would literally i would like get bored because they were just so slow and so sad it was just p- sad piano they were good they were lovely like songs and they were beautiful but i just couldn't i couldn't i didn't understand how you enjoyed them but now like the sad songs that you listen to are still very sad maybe it's just because my music taste is getting sadder i don't know we've taken a deep psychological dive in this episode <laughs> 
Also the song Welcome to Wonderland. That is a good I'm one. I'm just looking at my playlist right now. Oh, and Foxbeard by Run River North. Let me see one. if I have any... Oh, Mr. Fox, I know you got a secret to tell. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. <laughs> um, um, it sounds nicer than that. Yeah. Um, Dodie has another really sweet song that is completely, completely different from most of the songs that she writes. And it's called Absolutely Smitten. And I found it back in like January. And it's really upbeat and lovely. And she plays, she, I think it's the ukulele. And it's just about falling in love with someone um and it's lovely what else old pine by ben howard is amazing i i almost included that one but the lyrics again are kind i don't actually know what the lyrics are it's just there's a guitar fragment that is my favorite thing in the world and i love it so much and that's the main reason why i love this song (laughs) a lot of the music i've been listening to recently has more not more, but it's, like, maybe instead of, like, a three-and-a-half-minute song, it's, like, a three-minute song, and at least half of it is, like, good instrumental. Yeah. And then the actual lyrics are really short. So, Bees, um, Soldier Poet King by the Soldier Poet King is a great That's, one. like, not a lot of lyrics. Like, that's very short. But the instrumental, it just, you know, it pops off. <laughs> it does. There's, a, there's one song that I found a while ago and I think it was called Mountain Song or something like that. And the first two yes. and a half minutes I, are I, just I guitar. And I love it so yeah. much. It's incredible guitar. Yeah. Instrumental can be great sometimes. Yes. Anyways, yeah, guys, sorry for venting. probably have more than enough. <laughs> we went on a tangent. We were just very excited about our, our songs. Yeah. Um, anyways, guys, I hope that you had fun listening to our podcast. I hope so too. Um, we will include the 15 second clips of each song and we'll link them in the description. So definitely go check them out. All of those bands and artists also are amazing, by the way. Hollow Coves, Wild, mm-hmm. Doty, um, and the Ballroom Thieves are all wonderful. This is directed at yes. my father specifically, if you're listening. The next time you ask me what music to, or start trying to steal my music again, go check out those four bands and then come back to me. <laughs> um, yeah, well, if you want to um, check us out on Instagram, you can go to quotes.and.anecdotes. While you're there, follow our cover artist. Dinobite, that's D-I-N-O dot B-Y-T-E. Um, email us at quotesandanecdotes at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. And have a wonderful Wednesday. A wonderful Wednesday. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you got there in time. But <laughs> it was a good effort. Thanks. I tried. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't remember. <laughs> um, oh, and <laughs> well, that was a breath. <laughs>
the music in the middle and just have us trailing off. Okay, well, bye everyone. Bye.